So once again, as we gather together in our relationship with the Lord, and now in the Easter, the season of Easter, and we have received the resurrection life of Christ. And our reading for today, it reminds us of what we are now doing with that life, divine life, resurrection life that we have received from the Lord. And for last Sunday talks about the sheep and the shepherd, and today talks about the vine and branches. It talks about relationship, relationship, analogy relationship that would produce something in our lives. As the sheep and the shepherd, it produces us the security and that assurance of the love of the shepherd, our father. And today, as we celebrate another analogy of the vine and the branches, not only it will have produced fruits, more fruits, quality fruits, and lasting fruits, but also remind us of our privilege and responsibility as being recipient of the resurrection life. During baptism, we have received that privilege to be the sons of God. We have received to be part of the family of God, inheritors of the kingdom. That is our privilege. But it does not end there. It also shows us our responsibility. In every such a human, we are privileged to be part of the family. But also we have a responsibility being part of the family. So that's what I want to focus today. Our theme is abiding in the vine, but also my topic is that abiding in the vine, in the true vine, will produce in us fruits, more fruits, quality and lasting fruits. And that's what our responsibility. So, as we read here, as I said, our privilege now, we are now part of the family of God. And, and that's what the Lord has done unto us. We receive by faith, but it's God who initiated. That is God's part. Now, what I'm to talk about today is our part. Our responsibility as recipient of this resurrection life as believers as branches so we have not as responsibility what the responsibility to bear fruit we'll talk about levels as fruits but he says here is that he is a true vine this is one of the last say i am I am, I am, the, I am the bread of life, I am the living bread, I am the light of the world, I am the ship door, I am the resurrection, the life, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And now, the last I am, he says, I am the true vine. He is 
nothing else. So, it means to say, we have to be connected to the real source. He is the only source, divine, our Lord Jesus. Now, as our topic is how to bear fruit, because that is the command of God, to bear fruit. Not only bear fruit, but also quality and lasting fruits. How do you do that? To bear fruit. First of all, it says here, I am the true vine, my father is the vine dresser. He's the farmer. And what he do? Our God the Father said, every branch that in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. So here, the farmer now analyzes who is bearing fruit and not. It says here, those who are not bearing fruit will take it away. He's not just talking about here the, the end time judgment, but the quality life that we're living now today. If we are not connected to God, then our life is not much bearing fruit today. Nor experience the blessing and the plan of God in our life. That's about to take it away. We deprive ourselves of the good plan of God if we're not connected to Him. See, the word abide means to continue. Means to remain. That's the meaning of abide. Continue. Or it remains. Or it remains connected. So, in short, if we are not connected to God, the life of the vine is not flowing in us, that there's no life in us. Maybe we're living today, but there's no life, Godly life flowing in us, no experience the good plan of God in our lives. But if connected to us, then we're good to bear fruit, because that life, the very life of the vine of God flows also in us. So we'll talk about first about the gardener. It helps us to bear more fruit, to continue to abide in him. And how do that by? We said he is divine dressers and he prunes. He trims. We see when you trim or prunes a tree or a plant is it will bear more branches and it bear more fruits. The trimming here and the pruning here of God is what you call discipline. Because when you cut a branch, it hurts. But it's part of discipline. Because He loves us so much. That is God's work. He disciplines us. He prunes us. He corrects us with His Word. With the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And there are times we allow some circumstances in our lives. That to learn to refine us, our attitude. If the Lord wants us to humble us, He will not remind us with His word to humble ourselves. He would allow some circumstances, humbling circumstances in our lives, that we realize that, that without God we are nothing. Or our disobedience will always produce nothing in our lives. That's the pruning of our God. 
because He loves us. Same with parents. We discipline our children because we love them. And we want them to have a good and quality life someday. And maybe to the children, maybe they don't understand that. Maybe they appreciate discipline because sometimes it hurts. But it produces quality life, discipline life someday. And that's what the Lord, our Father, is doing unto us. He disciplines us. He prunes us. He trims us so that to be more fruitful. And that's the work of the Father, especially the Holy Spirit, the sanctifier. It's the work of the Holy Spirit to continue to, to refine us. It's like to make sanctify, to make us holy, to make like uh, like Christ that is the work of the Holy Spirit it is a continual work of the Holy Spirit whether you like it or not whether we uh, realize it or not the Holy Spirit continued to refine us with his word or with his tugging or conviction or sometimes with allow some circumstances in our lives humbling circumstances in our lives to realize that we are God we are nothing that is the work of the Father that is to prune us to be more fruitful. But, I said, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing, would say, uh, something lacking. God is perfect. What we could to concentrate is, is our part. That is our responsibility, is to abide. That is now our responsibility. To abide, to follow, to continue, to remain in Him. That is our responsibility to continue to abide in Him. Continue to be connected with Him. So that we'll be fruitful in our lives. You see, to abide in the Lord, to, to produce more fruits of fruits, it does not happen quickly. It is a process. It is a process. Like in marriage, during the ceremony, during the ceremony, the grace of God was blessed on the two couple, that, that the man and woman was in union. But to preserve and continue to flourish, it should be a daily communication are they working out one one another so that you could preserve the what you call the communion during marriage union what been during the what you call the marriage rite but the daily now sustaining of that relation of that communion is up to the couple of a daily prayer daily communion, daily communication, daily communion, working out together. It takes time, patience. My analogy of marriage is something, it's like uh, 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 making coffee. You have to make, you have to mix the coffee, the sugar, and the milk until it takes as we're going to steering and steering and steering until it will blend. That's also marriage. Continue steering, steering, steering until it blends 
because a two person have to learn to walk and think as one it will take time so also with discipleship are the people to train people there's no automatic discipleship or training because you have said command or teach one time one time two times do you know it will take time like jesus he spent time with his people to train them to disciple them because it will take time to think in your mind and heart what we are doing it will require patience a daily communion until it sinks in the mind and heart so also with plants you don't produce right away fruits it takes daily cultivation so same also about relationship to god to bear more fruit it takes a daily cultivation of prayer delicate debation reading his word delicate debation observing him obeying him and doing things what you have to do it will take time but god is so patient with us something about god he's so patient with us because the teacher with his word the holy spirit it will take time it's a process you cannot expedite to bear fruit quality fruit there are some what you call in arts to trees right now but it's this what you call it will not last long unlike those trees that from the seed it bear fruit it will last long competitors are in arts or other thing like grafting the longevity is the bottom line so brothers and sisters the Lord wants us to abide in Him. And it will take time in us to think deeper what we have learned from God, to obey it, to put into practice. It will take time. But what you call, it will give us that, what you call, our decision to continue whatever the situation, never to give up, continue to remain in Him. So once again, how we're going to uh, bear fruit or last fruit of that is our abiding. And our abiding is expressed in a practical way to learn to understand our daily prayer, our daily word of God, our obedience, our service, our continual connect connectivity with our Lord in His presence. That would produce in us. It will take time, yes. So it will give patience to God and patience to yourself to grow in the Lord, to grow much, but it will take time. But it will take, also take decision in our lives. That is our responsibility. And what would be the result? See? Bear fruit. He said here, and you are already clean because of the words I have gave, spoken to you. Abide in me, I add in you, as branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Whether can you unless you abide in me? I am the vine, you are the branches. You abided in me and I in him. Here's bears much fruit, but without me you can do nothing. So now it is said that abiding is continue trusting in the Lord. Continue trusting, continue obeying in Him. So, it will take time. 
But we have to make the decision to continue to abide whatever happens. Continue to remain. Continue to cling on to God in every situation. Because without Him, we can do nothing. And then, and then the result, the result, it will, will bear fruits. And what are these fruits? The first fruit I would say is love. That's what a second reading says. If we abide in the Lord and His Word abide in us, then His life abide in us. His love also abide in us. It means to say we will grow also in love. Because that is the fruit. The fruit that we are abiding in Him and He abides in us. We learn to grow in love. Express in a practical way, learn to be patient. Learn to be forgiving. Learn to be, hum to be humble. Learn to think of others. We don't just measure our fruits of, of how many cars we have, of your business is growing up. Maybe that's part of it. But there's still a balance to that. John says, first John says, third John says that May we prosper as our soul prosper. See, it is always a balance of prosperity of material things and our spiritual things. If you are prospering only in practical things, material things, and not prospering in spiritual things, that is very dangerous because your, your wealth will destroy you. And if it will not last, it should be balanced. That our house we prosper in our soul and spirit, then also the things in us would prosper. But that's not mostly the, the measurement that we are prospering or a bearing fruit. First of all, our love. Other things like the fruit of the spirit, our attitude change. We can just abide in Him. Through prayer, through His word, our service, daily, daily cultivation, then our attitude would change. How we relate to other people would change. If we are not changing, then we have to go back and ask ourselves, are we really abiding in the Lord? You could make a lot of justification lot of explanation but still the bottom line we only we only change the bare fruit with the lord without him we are nothing then if we are not bearing fruit we are not abiding as simple as that that's why we have to abide because only him god could change us only him could make us bear fruits so our responsibility is to continue to abide in him continue and remain with him and that's the fruits our life change our attitude change somehow somewhere because it is the proof that the word of god is working in our lives now we say yes it will take time yes it will take time as i said but still once again to remind us sometimes become like a justification of others because it takes long time for them to change 
Well, or something that's understandable. But there are times we don't change because we don't really, really accept those things. It takes long time. But the Bible says, now, now, don't wait. We could change in the last five years of our lives. We could, we could do that. But why change? Why, why wait? We have wasted a lot of time. Supposed to be a lot of things to be done before those things. Why not do it now? Now. Don't procrastinate. Now. Kung gusto magbago natin, ngayon na. See? Learn to be loving, learn to be forgiving. That's how it says, we are always doing something like, um, those people are dying. In the last wish, how I wish, tao ka si Kwan, mga wapatawad. Only in that bed? Why not forgive him many years ago? Why wait your that bed? Do it before. It's good, yes, I've been forgiven, but we have waste a lot of relationship, waste of good times, because you have forgiven them now. You're now dying. Why not do it before? So you could enjoy the good friendship, the good fellowship, the good friendship, all those things. Why not do it early? That's a brothers and sisters. The bare fruit is to continue to obey. Remain with Christ. Remain with Him. Because as the life of Christ flow in us, change would continue to flow in us. And fruits, more fruits, and lasting fruits will flow in us. And at the end, not only the fruits, but above all, God will be glorified. Please stand.